Hey, I'm Jesse. I hope that you had an amazing Christmas. Let's look now at Revelation 12, because last week's devotions were all surrounding the birth of Christ and the wise men, star, and Herod's attempt to slaughter baby Jesus, or young Jesus. And now we're going to look at a passage that bears a resemblance to those events. And it's in the final book of the Bible, Revelation. All right? the, the, the image of Revelation, I mean, I'll never forget it, not only because it's unforgettable just in reading it, but also because December 1st, 2014, my very first day in the office as an employee of Lifeway, uh, my predecessor who was writing Explore the Bible had his last day in that role, and he was moving into a different role that involved uh, another, another team at, at Lifeway. And it was like, yeah, it's Revelation 12, 1 through, uh, uh, gosh, was it, was it 1 through 12? Um, no, yeah, it was 1 through 12. That's right, Revelation 12, 1 through 12. And it's like, this is what we had to write today. He's like, be careful. Look, uh, entire denominations have been born based on disagreements over this passage, so don't mess up. Have a good one. I got to go. <laughs> And then he closed the door. And then I was alone in my office in the tower at Lifeway. And uh, I was like, oh, okay, well, Lord, help me. <laughs> and uh, this was it. This passage was the very first thing that, uh, that, that I wrote on for Lifeway. And so I was petrified. <laughs> this describes a woman who's giving birth. And as she's giving birth, there's this dragon who's, who's right there ready to pounce. And we know that it's a sign. It's not a literal woman because it says sign. Uh, this is the first of seven signs that take place in, uh, in, in this half of Revelation. Now, the disputes come over what the woman represents, you know, what the dragon represents, for example. The woman, in popular interpretations, represents Israel, and I believe that's accurate. Some people will conflate her with Mary, and that can be a popular take among uh, Catholic friends who overemphasize Mary. Uh, she can also represent the church in other interpretations. And then the dragon can represent, I mean, uh, 13 times throughout Revelation, the devil is represented as a dragon. And we definitely see uh, the devil at work in Herod, okay? And you're gonna see that's where uh, that's where Mary does have something in common with the woman in the text, because as Mary is the physical mother of Jesus, Herod is trying to kill uh, the recently born Christ. And so they flee for a time. And so you can see that all come into play right here. But the woman herself in the sign is actually Israel. And we'll talk about why. Here's Revelation chapter 12. I want you to see how yet last week's devotions carried with them more than the familiar Christmas story, they also, uh, they also bear eschatological significance, meaning stories about the end times. Here's Revelation 12. A great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and a crown of 12 stars on her head. She was pregnant and cried out in labor and agony as she was about to give birth. Then another sign, remember that word sign, it's important here. Another sign appeared in heaven. There was a great fiery red dragon having seven heads and ten horns, and on its head were seven crowns. 
Its tails swept away a third of the stars in heaven and hurled them toward the earth. And the dragon stood in front of the woman who was about to give birth, so that when she did give birth, it might devour her child. <laughs> Welcome to Lifeway Christian Resources. Here's your badge. Please don't mess up. She gave birth to a son, a male who was going to rule all nations with an iron rod. Her child was caught up to God and to his throne. The woman fled into the wilderness where she had a place prepared by God to be nourished there 1,260 days, right? A times and uh, a time and half a time. So that's the bigger picture of the text. Let's go back just to verse one. A great sign appeared in heaven. This is the first of seven signs that happened in this part of Revelation. And it's important to remember that because he's not talking about a literal woman appeared in heaven. Okay, uh, and it's a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet. What is this about, right? To be clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet. Uh, it's reminiscent of Genesis 37, 9 through 11, God's heart toward uh, uh, the glory of Israel. And then that she would have the moon under her feet likely describes some of the, the moon festivals that were prescribed in Old Testament worship of Israel. See 1 Chronicles 23, 31, 2 Chronicles 2, 4, and 8, 3, Ezra 3, 5, and Psalm 81, verse 3. That she is clothed with the sun and the moon was at her feet speaks to the glory of Israel and their new moon festivals. All right, uh, the prophet Amos actually would rebuke them for doing so heartlessly, All right, having uh, honoring God with their lips, but their hearts are far from Him. Uh, she is clothed with the sun, the moon under her feet, and then a, a crown of 12 stars on her head. This again speaks to the, uh, the 12 tribes of Israel. So she's about to give birth. Yeah, but Jesse, Mary gave birth. So how can the woman represent Israel when Mary's the one who actually labored? Okay, I'm not taking anything away from Mary. She's uh, an amazing uh, amazing servant of the Most High God, and uh, she she's she's absolutely fine. I can't wait to meet her one day <laughs> and like thank her for her amazing ministry and, and doing what God said to do. But it is through Israel that God brought about the birth of the Christ. So this description of being clothed with the sun, the moon at her feet, and uh, uh, and to have a crown of twelve stars on her head indicates uh, to, to me and to the, Dr. John MacArthur <laughs> that she is Israel. She's Israel. Um, remember, zooming way out, okay, uh, Mary was one of many obedient servants, right, that God sovereignly brought about a nation through Jacob, not Esau, and he delivered them from slavery in Egypt. He fed them from heaven. He gave them the commands. He brought them across the raging Jordan River after having baptized the first generation in the Red Sea. Under the leadership of Joshua, they had a massive conquest. See chapter, Joshua chapters 1 through 11. And then brought about an incredible season. Now they had conquered the land of Canaan. They had inherited their land. God was at work. Even, and then fast forward again through the Davidic line, even after the period of the judges, when they would become a monarchy, God established that a son of David would sit on the throne of Israel and that his throne would never end. There's more, there, there's more to the story than just Mary. To interpret the woman about to give birth as Mary alone is a myopic scope. 
This woman has a crown of 12 stars on her head. She's clothed with the sun and the moon is at her feet. I get that if you're really inclined to deifying Mary, but if you read your Bible, she's not the only person involved in the birth of the Christ. God had to create the nation of which Mary was a citizen first in order for her to obey as she did. The sovereign hand of God was at work all the way back in Genesis to bring this about. There is glory and esteem and love for God's elect, God's chosen, those among the Israelites who believe. At this point in the larger picture of Revelation, we've just seen the seventh of seven trumpets blown. And uh, this is what I believe coincides with the, the last trumpet that we saw when we studied 1 Corinthians chapter 15. So in Revelation 12, you've got, at this point, um, I mean, the two witnesses have come, they've been martyred, they've been resurrected. The final trumpet is blown and there's flashes of lightning and peals of thunder and an earthquake and severe hail. A lot of people have died already, but you still have this remnant of faithful Israel. There's a coming revival as well among the Israelites, and that's in Revelation chapter 14, the Lamb and the 144,000. So I believe this woman refers to Israel, not just Mary alone, but the whole story whereby God brought about the nation and the line of the tribe of Judah, Jesus was born through the nation of Israel. And now, because of God's chosen nation, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So this woman, this sign in heaven, I believe that she is Israel, not just Mary alone, but Mary's whole nation, the nation of Israel. We'll talk more about the other interpretation as we move on this week uh, that views this woman potentially as the New Testament church. So yeah, let's get Let's get in timesy this week. All right, you got nothing else to do. <laughs> it's the week after Christmas. I'll see you tomorrow.